straight, no chaser. Let's get it. So are we ready? Are we kicking it off? Let's kick it off. All right. So welcome to yet another uh, episode of Straight No Chase of the Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm John. Glad y'all made it. Please like, share, subscribe. We're available on Instagram, Facebook, Amazon, wherever you go to get podcasts. We are out there. Thank you very much for listening once again and tuning in. You could have been doing anything but you came here. We appreciate that. So uh, we're going to let everybody introduce themselves and then get on into the mix. Go for it, Rob. What's going on, y'all? Rasheen. Um, just trying to you know, have some good conversation with my fellas. Uh, throw it up to um, Cage. What up? What up? Let's kick it. Oh, Lord. Neil. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for him to throw it to me. Okay, go for it. All right, throw it to Neil. <laughs> I was just waiting for the alley you, but I ain't getting no alley. Yeah, we back at it again. No said. There you go. And, and our co-star, nah. the fifth Beatle, she ain't going to make it. Okay. She well, might. She we not moving on. She's not making no appearances. Okay. She so She no, might. Put the, put the IG on, Ra. It's up there. Right. No, it's not. Okay, it, but is. Good. it is up there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, like I said, we back at it once again. And this is the third week or the second week of January. And we have a whole lot of stuff to get into. I, we've got to talk about the second week of January. Yeah. Uh, isn't that what I said? Did I say the third? You said yes. third, second. My bad. You, you auto-corrected. There you go. My fault. My fault. You're right, KG. Second Enjoy. week of January. So, um, a lot has gone on the past week, as some of y'all might be aware. Uh, we had a insurrection, a riot, uh, whatever you want to call it, at the Capitol building. And now the fallout from that is all happening. And Trump might be getting impeached again. In fact, I think he's I think they had the vote for it. So now he's officially impeached by the House or however that works. And we got to get all into all that. So, I mean, KG, what do you think? Of, do you think that Keltrick as the uh, more politically minded among us uh, outside of everybody. What do you think that the impeachment of 45 actually matters? Does it matter? I think it does. Um, if he's convicted, then he loses all his presidential benefits as well as the ability to be pardoned. So I look at it as more, I think you said the last time there was like political theater. I don't look at this as political theater. This is this is a necessity. I mean, he, he was... Um, he asked for the people to be there on January 6th. He motivated the people to go from their original location to the Capitol building and, and helped incite the insurrection. He's been, you know, saying all this BS for the last actually 12 years since Obama was first elected with the whole birther thing and kind of sowing the seeds of white supremacy and creating this division. Um, he's been doing this for a long time unchecked. And this is a manifestation of, of him. Um, and his 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 followers of sorts. So I think it matters. I think he actually will be impeached. There are definitely um, 
you know, senators that are saying like, all right, this dude needs to go. So I think it's, I think it's, it's meaningful. And I'm not the only politically savvy one. Rashim is definitely more politically savvy than I am. I'm not saying the only, I'm just saying one of, let's say you're more politically savvy than, for example, my man, Neil, who has said repeatedly, he don't really care about politics, which is perfectly fine. I think he cares about politics. He care about this though. He care okay. about this. He, yeah, okay. he, it's, it's not a bad thing. He gave, but, he gave a shrug. He gave a shrug. He don't really give a damn. I think Neil is more in line with like the vast majority of real people who care. It's not like they don't care, but it's not something that they're just going to talk about all day, every day, you know, reading on the Internet. My mother is like that. Most of my family is like that, where they're just like, OK, you know, somebody's running for office, whatever, whatever, whatever. So anyway, you know what it is? I'm just ready for it to be over. That's all. Has he done some crazy stuff? Yes. Is America tired of him? Yes. Did he incite a riot? Yes. He has a litany of like X's through his whole thing. So I'm just ready for him to get his on out of here and next. That's all. Are you guys surprised at finally the corporations and the people that supported him financially are trying to sever ties? Oh no, I'm not surprised. I think this is a um that th this is a hangover from what we saw with George Floyd. Because you, if you remember, after that went down, people were changing team names, companies were changing mascots, they was changing branding, like anything that was um, racially insensitive, culturally insensitive, got booted out the door. And no one really could say anything against Trump during the time. Everyone know he's been the way he's been, but no one wanted to go against him because he was a sitting president. Now we in that window when he's the outgoing president and now he's made this extra flub. Now they're just doing, I mean, this is part two from corporate responsibility that we saw with George Floyd. Why did they so, do it? Why did they do it on November, let's say 10th, right? The election was on the 6th. They knew by the 10th who had won. Yeah. Why not wait? Why not do it sooner? I, I don't think that they would have done it were it not for the riot. I think when the riot went down. Not a riot. The, the insurrection. All right, there we go. Uh, it were not for the insurrection. Words matter. They they oh, will <laughs> Yes, words matter. Uh, okay. I think I think that gave them the reason to go on ahead and say, "Oh yeah, remember what we did during George Floyd? Yeah, we can do that now." So when PGA says we're pulling all of our tournaments from Trump properties, that's big. And yeah. when when companies that donated to the Republican platform, Republican Party, or specifically those Republicans who was um, pushing that 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 voter steal, you know, stop the steal lie. But those companies then stop donating to them. I'm Marriott. Ooh, they loyal. Time with it. I'm, I'm, I'm loyal to Marriott. So for me to read Marriott and be like, nope, we not we not giving Holly any money. We not giving none of them any money because this is what they did. I just think this was a part two. It was a um a natural reaction. They had set precedent. What we do with our dollars. We could look at this situation and say we're going to do something different with our dollars. So I wasn't surprised. What, oh. su what surprised me was, and we could talk about this later, but what surprised me was Mitch McConnell saying, "I don't even want to. I don't even want the the, the uh, Republicans to be whipped. I don't. I don't want people to convince them to vote. I want you to vote your conscience." And for it to come out that he has issues with Trump and he is he's very much upset and he is supporting this impeachment thing. That shocked me. That's not shocking to me. I mean, he won Kentucky, I think what almost 80% of the vote went to him yeah. versus his his opponent. Yeah. He was in no real danger. 
the dude Lindsey Graham, he was in real danger in South Carolina. Yeah, got out out um, fundraised. Yeah. Um, the brother who's running against him had a really strong campaign. I actually thought he he had a, a real legitimate shot. Nobody thought that the woman in Kentucky had a real shot. You know, although I thought she had some really she had some really strong credentials. I think this dude, Mitch McConnell, is he is like he reminds me of the the leader of the Sith, like from you know from Star mm -hmm. Wars. Like he will, he is extremely manipulative. He was all for forty five this whole time, and now that he knows for, I mean, he knew this dude was gonna lose. Everything that he said between the six. And uh, I think when all the courts had exhausted and the state certified the election, it was allow him to go through the court process. I mean, it was it was strategic, right? Yeah. However, you know, now he is really like, you know, this dude is he's a bum. I'm surprised even Pence is still kind of you know bumping for this dude because from what I, from what they, they documented, he didn't call to see how he was doing while he was in hiding in the Capitol. It was kind of every man for himself, every man and woman for themselves. So you know. And did you hear when Trump said to uh, Pence? Uh, you need to you need you need to do what's right. He he said, "Yeah, uh, you're gonna either be remembered as a patriot, or you're gonna be remembered as a p-word." <laughs> and, and, and he said yeah. that to him to his face. And for what I understand, Pence was was highly offended because you know he, he he's a staunch Christian, highly offended, and now he got issues with him. Now he's got issues with him. It's too little, too late. Period. I, I mean, uh, the everybody is a Monday morning quarterback. Um, you know, all all of this to me is very performative. That's what we do in 2021. You know, to Ra's point, uh, you know, companies going to do what they do to, you know, make themselves look as, what is the word I'm looking for? Positive as possible. That is what it is. We're talking about big business. We're talking about millions and billions of dollars. So none of that kind of shocks or surprises me. Um, Mitch McConnell can die in a damn fire as far as I'm concerned. He reminds me of a turtle. I have nothing further to say about McConnell. I think that the Republicans are going to be attached to Trump. And like we've said this before, I think the Republicans are going to have to answer for Trump. They want to be either way for the next long time. Well, well what McConnell said was, you know, Trump being impeached is a way to um to rid the Republican yeah. Party of Trump. Yeah. And and um because like McConnell is upset because Trump has lost the White House. And as a result of Trump, they have lost the, the House of Representatives and now ha they have lost the Senate. And all McConnell wanted to be was um, majority Senate leader. majority leader. That's like that's all he wanted to do. He don't want to be no president. Or he wanted to run the Senate. And like Cage, when you said he's like a Emperor Palpatine over the Senate, that's funny because you ain't on Facebook no more. But I posted that um, last month that, that people think Trump is the real evil. But nah, um, McConnell was the one who's 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 the Lord Sith. So John, go back to you didn't answer your question, right? So does this second impeachment mean anything from your perspective? Absolutely not. It is again political theater. It will not get out of the Senate. Um, he's only going to be in office like a, a week. So um, he should have been kicked out last week or maybe months ago. The fact, again, it's too little, too late. But again, all of this is just so that people could say, well, look what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Look you don't what think it matters. Do. You, don't, you don't think it matters that if he is impeached, he can never run for public oh, office yeah. and he, he's not going to get none of those benefits. He's not going to get impeached. He, do you he's not impeached. Do you know he's got to go? It's got to go through the yes. Senate. You're saying he's, he's not going to be convicted. He's not going to be convicted. 
once he's convicted, he will lose all of his his his, his okay. benefits, and he he'll lose. It's not ability. going to go through the Senate. He is not going. That is just not going to happen. So, I mean, yes, in a perfect world, him getting impeached and losing the benefits and yakety schmackety. Okay, cool. But um, I don't think that's really going to happen. By all, and again, like I said, uh, in regards to the corporations, the politicians are going to do what they got to do. I saw my man uh, James Clyburn said that he wanted to float the idea of lift every voice becoming the national anthem. It's those types of symbolic. Yeah actions that Democrats do to show and demonstrate to people, hey, we're doing something. But in reality, they're not going to really do anything. So to me, similar to what KG or what Neil was saying, uh, let's just move on, get the shit going and take it to the next level. To the next is, I hear what you're saying. And in, in theory, I don't disagree that it's symbolic, but the significant benefit to he's already been impeached. It's the second time being impeached. This is the only time I've ever heard that a president got impeached twice, the same one twice, in less than four years. It's absolutely ridiculous. This one time, the Senate is really he could literally be convicted of this crime. Like it's it's, it's out there. It's only going to be like. Should we have a little bet about this one? This is going to be over. We'll know this by next week. We can. can we go ahead and get this bet? No, we won't notice. We won't notice by next week. They may not. I thought the Senate had to. It's a trial in the Senate. Yeah, yeah, but they don't have to immediately do the trial. And and, and the conversation is, do they want to to spend all of their energy doing a trial immediately when um, Joe Biden Biden's his cabinet? Right. As opposed to giving him the first hundred days to get his platform through. And if they wait, I assure you, he will be convicted. You are living in a we, 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 can, we can make the bet, though. I'm, I'm down for the bet. Okay. Well, I mean, we might have to take – I don't want to take up too much time. because no, 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 no. You're talking about what's the bet. We can make the bet. Okay. Well, the, the bet is that Trump will not be um, convicted of impeachment or whatever the process is. In other words, the, the Senate – what I'm saying is the Senate is not going to uh, vote for Trump to lose – they will not convict him. You're saying they will not convict him. They will not convict him. Correct. They gonna want him to just go away, get off the stage, and let them try to rebuild and get their little stupid ass majorities and yakety schmackety. That's what I'm saying, and I think that that's going to take. They what's want the number, it done. What's the number of people that have to be in, in yay? I know it's not a simple majority. I don't know. No, it's it's it's, it's, it's got to be two uh, three, three, uh, two thirds. It's got to be two, no two way thirds. in hell. Over one majority, gotta be two thirds. Like sixty. I think all they need is like they all they need is like seventeen uh, Republicans. Okay. I know. I know. Um, Liz Cheney came out and said that she would definitely vote to impeach him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming my man Mitt Romney would. I think the woman. I feel like there's a woman in, in like the Northeast that says she would too. Well, okay, so oh, are you this a bet? Ten bucks. So, Ten bucks. Right. I'm coming down on the side that he'll he'll be convicted, and I think he'll be convicted because it's gonna it's gonna lead into the other bet that we have. I think convicting him makes it easier to send him to jail once oh, the right. um the criminal stuff go down. So yes, I'm I'm tying those together. Yes, I okay, think ten bucks. He so gonna I'm gonna get twenty from Ra, ten from KG. I'm gonna get my you, ten. You, we gonna, we gonna cancel out our ten because he is definitely going to be prosecuted for a crime. Uh-huh. Federally or statewide, I don't know. And within the next year, that's that's what I said. That was that was my bet. Okay, you said well, he would we'll, not. 
I'm gonna write yes. all these down. We'll, we'll, we'll take it. We'll, uh, these are two separate table. bets, but yeah. I got you. I got you. All right, cool. Table. Speaking of things, Neil, you, you bet, are you betting this one too? Are you said you said this one? Like, bro, I just want him to get out of the picture, bro. I'm not in on this. One. <laughs> Neil's like, I'm out of it. I don't care. Get him out of here. Before we move on to the next topic, I just gotta say, shout out uh, Delta Sigma Theta. Happy Founders Day. I know a lot of them. Um, yeah, they hit up the hit up the Facebook post. I mean, I, I'm like, you know, I, I want to say something a little special, but it's all. Do you, oh, oh, you, you still can. Um, I just know I had, especially when I was an undergrad, I had a special relationship with them ladies. Um, they they, they literally, um, they literally like had places for me to sleep, had food for me to eat. You know, they held it down for me, and in in spite of everything that was going on, it was like you're gonna be all right. So I got to shout them out. Um, happy yeah. Founders Day. Do you want to you want to delve into that, or we just gonna leave it there? Oh no, I was just struggling. Yeah, I was a homeless college kid, and they they you know the older ones took care of me. Showed you love. There you go. It okay, is. okay. There so you happy go. Founders happy Founders Day, Delta Sigma Theta. Happy Founders uh, Day, Delta Sigma Thetas. There you go. All right. So, um, especially one of them all, Mrs. 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 Golf. Happy Founders Day. There are plenty of deltas, I'm sure. Just watching this right now, and hopefully in the future, we appreciate y'all as well as all the Greek organizations out we missed, there. We missed the AKs. I think they was on the ninth. Something like that. Right, Shout them out. Go for it. No. Okay. We so AKs don't get no love. It's like I that. Love. I'm, I'm just saying, AKs. but it's, it's, it's the Delta's day today. I'm like, yeah, I'm not out today. okay, okay, my bad, whatever. All right. Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> um. Speaking of things that people want to bring up and talk about, we got to discuss this a little bit. <sighs> okay. Keltrick. Go ahead, man. <laughs> you, right. you threw up the time out. What's you the you well, I'm just saying, you know, like the, uh, I don't know if y'all know this, but Sheldon Anderson, who was the biggest donor, he's a mega donor for the Republican Party. He died Monday. He was the owner of, I think, the Wynn Hotel, all those. He's a, a huge casino magnet. But he he died uh, on Monday, and so they're saying that this is going to create like a, a like a a huge gap in fundraising for Republicans because they they rely historically on these these high value high dollar donors. He was donating like I think two hundred million dollars. The next closest person was like a third of that, or some some ridiculous number. So there's you know their funding their funding is in trouble. Forty five put them in trouble. So you know the, that that party is in is in dire straits. So I'm curious how they rebound from this. And it, it, I don't think they will because they're going they're gonna to splinter. I, I said this a few shows back. Like when people talk about a three party system, it's, it's going to be because the Republicans, they go, they, they split. They're going to be two separate types of Republicans. They're going to be a third party now. It's going to be the extreme, though. Like this is going to be the white nationalist type of type of mm-hmm. term, I, I believe. Very interesting. I'm looking forward to all of that developing. We shall see. Well, there you go, John. You wanted the three party system. There it is. Nope. I wanted a multi-party system. Well, there's multi-parties. There you go. But uh, on that note, I mean, I think that y'all are incorrect, as always. I think that basically the Republicans- You've already are- lost bets. How are we always incorrect? You, you, you've been the only one who's been proven wrong on the show. Proven wrong or just happened to be wrong and on, on that one instance? If, if what you're saying is that in the next few election cycles that the Republicans are going to splinter, um, I just totally disagree with that. I mean, they are going to have to answer for Trump and there's going to be people that's like for Trump and against Trump and Republicans got to somehow pull that together. But uh, if you think that there's going to be a massive uh, 
you know, group of people that's suddenly going to be like the Trump party or they all going to be libertarians. So they all going to be the Patriot something, something, whatever. That ain't going to happen. I see. I see the people who have become enamored with the, the, the Lincoln Project Republicans. I see them starting. I see them leaving the Republican Party as as you know what it has become and setting up their own structure for those who they might consider free thinking Republicans not in line with Trump. That's where I, I think they're going to leave um, the Bubba's and the Magas and all of them, leave the Republican Party to them. And then they're going those Lincoln Project Republicans will start their own thing. There also was two Democrats who, who switched over to the Republicans, too. Really? Yeah, I think it was the um, it was a black rep from Georgia and a white rep from, I think, South Carolina. Mm, mm, mm. Before we get off of this, I still wanted to show one more, a little bit more love to my man, uh, the Capitol Police officer, that at first everybody was like, oh, he was running from the mob. And yeah, 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 wasn't yeah. it Nelson? Uh, his last name is Goodman. I don't know what his first name is, but he was the person that, you know, there was footage of him basically with his little baton and it looked like he was running away from people. And it turned out that actually he was leading the mob away from a insecure area and from the Senate building, from the Senate chambers or whatever, and leading them away from there and to, you know, where there was a more secure place. Uh, A lot of people in the immediate aftermath of everything was like, it's not a good look. He was running away, abandoning his post and yak, yak, yak. But then, it, we need a little bit more context. I wanted to send a shout out to that man because a lot of people was talking about him bad in the aftermath. I was one of them. And so, you know, it's unfortunate we had to do that, but it is weird. Yeah, you've been wrong again just now. Thank you for sharing that. Appreciate that. Is that political? I don't think yeah. you're going to win no bets. That's all. I, I don't think you're going to win no bets. I've won far too many. Not, too. not on this, not on this not, platform. Not, yeah, not on this. Yeah. Okay. okay. I also want to give a shout out to uh, everybody with a camera phone who's recording these folks getting arrested, recording these folks, getting removed from airports. That is great theory. I got, a, I got a little bit of a question. Do y'all, and of course, you know where I'm going to be at with this, but I don't really think that it's a good idea for the increased um, surveillance, I guess you could say, that we are going to see in response to this. Like All these people that ran up into the Capitol building, a lot of folks are getting arrested. A lot of them are on a so-called no-fly list. A lot of them might get charges and so on and so forth. And do y'all think that is a good thing or a bad thing? That's a good thing. It's a great thing. I, I have no problem. Like, whole Big Brother's watching. Let, let, Neil, let, Neil, let Neil chime in, Rob. Yeah, go ahead, Neil. No, nah, I'm saying off, off all that bull. No, I'm trying to be PG-13. New, new leaf, Neil. But all that extra stuff that y'all did last week, and now you just want to fly back to wherever you came from and hide behind your little desk and just disappear? Nah, embarrass you. Like, I think there was a clip of one dude that got bagged on the airplane, and everybody on the airplane was applauding. Like, yes, 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 good. And all of a sudden, it's tears. And all of a sudden, it's like, why me? Why are you picking on me? You had just, you, you stuck your chest out last week, but now that you're getting bagged up, you're crying. So I'm totally with it. I'm totally yeah. Yeah, they all going through that. The wife showed me one video with the cops on them, and the white boy was like, you treat me like an effing black guy. What? You treat me like an effing black person. Yeah. Yo, I'm glad they're getting all that stuff happening. So if if it's Big Brother that helped do it, so be it. I don't care about Big Brother. It's not just Big Brother. It's it's everyday Americans. Like, I think I, I, think I read it. That is Big Brother. 10,000. 
tens of thousands of Americans have put in all kinds of tips. One dude's ex-wife turned to me and like, hey, that's, that's my, that's my ex-husband. Yep. Uh, I, I, I love it. I think it is critical for particularly black people, brown people, uh, minorities to see justice, at least this portion of it, right? Um, I feel like I read an article, it was a dude who got arrested for something. He got, he got probation. It was some, I forget what the crime was, but it's something like heinous. I think I was probation. I want to see these people only be arrested, only lose their jobs. I want to see them convicted, meaningful convictions for the crimes of treason, the insurrection, all of that, that heinous stuff they did, uh, you know, last week. I love it. Yeah. And, and, but what I'm hearing, though, is some of them, some of the law enforcement's trying to um, switch up the story and say the reason why they they didn't go into arrest mode was because they didn't want the, the crowds to turn on them if they started to, to try to arrest people. So they I mean, just they just flow. But from what what I'm seeing is the FBI and Secret Service is saying that there was high level planning in this in that um, if we saw everything they saw we would be floored. So I do believe that there was law enforcement who was involved. I do believe that there was um, people who were um, elected officials who were involved, you know? Um, so if, if, if they get caught on camera and, um, and then as a result, they get caught, I'm with it. I'm with okay. all of it. So hypothetically speaking, let's say that this was in the summer, summer 2020. Yeah. Black Lives Matter protest was popping off. And instead of people just destroying private property, they decided to take it to the Capitol building and had that same kind of response. Would it be acceptable for those protesters to also be accused of treason, arrested, beat down, so on and so forth? I'm saying hypothetically. Hypothetically? Hypothetically. I, I, it's my position that a lot of that, the property that was destroyed was initiated by white provocateurs Agent I'm saying they did. I'm saying so, if those so, so long as you got the provocateurs, you went after the people who st who, who lit the match. I'm good with it. There you have it. Okay. Noted. Okay. So uh, speaking of other incendiary topics, speaking of lit matches and whatnot, um, this has been firing up the internet for the last two or three days. We got to talk about it, Lori <laughs> Harvey. Real quick, I found it. So it was a dude who. Um, killing me. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> this is the dude who drove his car through the protesters. Um, I forget where he did. I, I want to say it might have been a dude in Seattle, but he hit the folks. The judge gave him probation, and it can be expunged from his record. What? Yeah. What are we talking about? The dude I said who. He was a he was a counter protester, a white dude who drove a car. In a crowd of protesters hitting people, he was arrested, but the judge, no jail time. He had a, he got probation, and the crime can be expunged from his record. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, and you bring that up to to, to show the the difference the, between yes, the difference, and we're talking about the arrest. What what do we want to happen with these these treason treasonous uh, folks? I want to see the convictions. And not not this phony baloney type of justice that the gators do here. I think that's that would be inadequate. Right. Okay. Okay. I that's mean, I'm uh, looking for it. My bad. I mean, treason. I want. I don't know what the punishment for treason or insurrection or any of this other stuff is. Um, 
whoever hit that uh, Capitol cop with the fire extinguisher and killed him, he's going to do some serious time, whoever did that or whatever people did that. But uh, we shall see. We're going to be here to talk all about it on Straight No Chase of the Podcast, available everywhere. Tell your friends. And yeah, Neil, there you go. But uh, we got to talk about this, unfortunately. Lori Harvey, Michael B. Jordan situation. Now, for those that don't know, Lori Harvey is Steve Harvey's, I believe, stepdaughter. I don't know if she's his actual daughter. I don't matter. His daughter. She got his last name. She got his last name, but I don't know if that's his child or not. Yeah, I think that's his stepdaughter. Either way, his daughter, he's basically adopted her. Um, Young woman that is out and about in the world and has dated a lot of high profile, you know, people. I think that she's in her early 20s and she's out here doing a thing. And finally, she got with Michael B. Jordan, which for whatever reason made the Internet just lose their damn minds. So I guess the question is, I saw a lot of talk about how she has dated too many people in her young life and why that's a problem and how people don't like it. And this, that and the third. Do you all have any kind of issues with a young person being attached to many other young people. I just wanted, I mean, I, I think I know what you're going to say, but I just wanted to find out because the internet really does not like the fact that this girl got, she's dated Puffy, I think. Well, this, uh, and again, this is all alleged, okay? Uh, but she's dated Puffy, Puffy's kid, and there was somebody else that's kind of Did she date Future? Yeah. Future, there you go, there you go. And uh, it might have been somebody else, but uh, she's well known. She's out there, and people are like, you know, she's doing too much. I don't think she's doing enough. So, what do y'all think about all that? If I saw, anything, I saw a meme that said she belonged to the streets. How old is she? 24. I twenty four. There you go. Man, let her live her life, man. That is his. That is his daughter. Let okay. her. Let her live. That's her his life. biological daughter. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Her parents cool. are Marjorie and Steve. I'm shocked. Let no. her live her life. If we go Marjorie back, is his... if we go oh, back in our twenties, and people could see what we did in our twenties, they probably have something to say too. Let her live her life, man. If she going, you know she might have changed her. They might have changed her last name to Harvey Keltrick. So. She is Steve's stepdaughter. She's yeah. Marjorie's daughter. But yeah. it doesn't matter. He's basically adopted her. Yes, but yeah, she's not his birth child, but he's basically yeah, yeah, yeah. adopted. Her. Yeah. But like Neil said, let her live her life. Um, because Alana said in the comments, like it's a double standard. If it was a if it was a boy, if it was a son, if it was a, a dude who had multiple come on now. No, and wait then, a minute, wait a minute. He, and then he came up on a um any one of these young sisters that's doing a thing, wouldn't no one no one would clown him. That's not true yeah. because right. they gave they give common sense to blues. Common sense is considered just a toss around. He's community penis. Y'all heard that. So it does happen to men. It just does not happen. Wow. I've never heard that neither. I've never heard that. It's a thing because Com is dated. His his track record is pretty damn outstanding. It's just a little bit different. And it just hits different, as the kids say, when it's men and when it's women. But I agree with y'all. I think this is absolutely, it boggles my mind why anybody gives a damn who this girl is seeing. I don't care. She's not like, I have never seen any memes showing people running around crying because Common ended up dating somebody. It's only because of, I think it's because of who who Michael B. Jordan is. I think a lot of people are hating on her because 
she could tie him down. So I don't know why Earl keeps saying she why, used why to be you, a hooker. No, he said he, he used to be a hooker. That's what he said. Oh, he said, oh, I used to be a hooker. Never mind. Yeah, Earl probably. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know what y'all talking about, so I just be quiet. And so then here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. No, no one should care about what this shit, what this woman is doing, this young woman is doing. It is her life, it's her body, it's her choices. One, you don't even know if she's doing anything with these dudes. The only person she's come out with to say that I am actually dating, I think, is Michael B. Jordan and to think Puffy's son, if I'm not mistaken. Other than that, it's all been speculative speculation. So mm-hmm. Do you live your life, uh, you know, coming to America? So your world also, if you want to, but do you, I don't, you know, have fun, man. You only get one life to live, enjoy yourself. And then who knows? He might be the one or they might be the perfect couple. And if they're not the perfect couple, they're going to learn from each other and then keep it moving. But let them live, B. Let them live. I mean, what what are y'all seeing? On the internet, there's a lot of talk about the fact that she has dated so many different people. She's been attached to a lot of different people in the public eye. I agree with you. It's all allegation. We don't know for a fact what this woman is doing. Yak, yak, yak. And I have seen memes that are primarily from the female point of view that they were upset because um, because she has been out there and now she's with the Michael B. Jordan, who is the love interest of so many of these sisters in the yeah, streets. It's, it's, the like, why, it's because of why him. Her? Why, why did you pick this chick who's been spent and, and been out there with all these other dudes. So, and, and that's why I see a lot of the hate. It's a lot of hate. Oh, but I mean, listen, hate. if she start kicking hotel like Jasmine Sullivan, will people be all right with that? Mm, we got to get into that a little bit. Hotels. We get into that. You know what I'm saying? But let her live. Like she, all of us are the collection of our experiences, right? So let her get her experiences, live her life, she'll be a better person for it. Well, as as uh, Ish Elizabeth just said, she was attached to Diddy and his son, which was kind of crazy for people, and that's where she initially blew up. And that's, that's nothing, it. man. That's nothing. You don't see that Diddy might have probably groomed her? Like, was looking at her from the side when she was with the son, like, hmm. Listen, Diddy, a lot of, Diddy has a lot of little rumors about him, so I, I, don't, I don't know if that's true. That is assumption. So all of this is rank speculation and allegation. Nonetheless, I mean, like I said, even if she did get with the, the father and the son, she's 24, she's young, she's rich. Let her do what she's gonna do. She's not her, rich. She's rich. Her stepdad is rich. Okay. But okay. So either way it goes, she can do her thing. And that just goes to show the type of circles that she travels in. If you want to be in them type of circles, do the type of things that she does, and then you could experience that lifestyle. But you don't, so you just date people at Walmart. And that's just the way it goes. And I think that's really why people are kind of salty on the internet. Anywho, um, I mean, that's the major thing that people That man is egregious. (laughs) You need a hug, man. I don't know why you keep calling this lady a hooker. You didn't even know her. She definitely don't know you. So I don't know why you call yeah, that lady a hooker. I mean, that's hookers get paid, so I don't think she gets That's paid. disrespectful. She might be getting paid. I don't know what my man is talking about, but <laughs> um, that's your boy. That's your boy, Rob. That's my cousin. That's right. Freedom of speech, freedom of speech, brother. He, he, it is straight no chaser. 
So say what you got to say, do what you need to do. And speaking of doing what you need to do, I, I think we need to touch on this a little bit. Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan. Now, I know that y'all might not have heard of this. This is an album that was just released by Jasmine Sullivan. Got the internet going nuts. A lot of people talking about it. So have you all heard the album? I have not heard some, it. Some tracks. Some tracks. Yeah, and Neil, I don't plan to. And Neil don't what? even plan to. Okay, so. I'm a fan of Jasmine Sullivan, B. Oh, my God. Okay. Not a problem. He don't want to listen to a, a record called Hotels. I, I can't yeah, tell you I, that. I, I that. I'm just not a Jasmine Sullivan. I know everybody was all tripping on her. I knocked the windows out your car and ooh, whatever. She don't do nothing for me. Not Next. the not not the voice. Not not not, yeah. not the pipes. Not nothing. Nah, I mean, I'm not hating against her. Everybody has their own preference, but right. Jasmine Sullivan don't do nothing for me. I'm not bashing her. She's a beautiful woman. I'm sure she's talented, but. I've never bought her albums or downloaded her. None of her. There you go. Neil is straight hip hop. Although I think you would like this one. I think you maybe not this album, but some of her previous stuff. Yeah, her albums are fire, man. I haven't. I have not listened to a Jasmine Sullivan album. Oh, you 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 like like I I said, I'm not not knocking. That's that's just introduction. Like you didn't like you didn't like something hip hop until Neil introduced to. Wait, say it again. I said you did not like Southern hip hop until you was introduced to it. I'm telling you, you would really like if you like R and B, like soul R and B. If you like soul for R and B, you are you are playing yourself but not digging into that jazz and selling it. You know what? You know you know what I'll say. Like one because you and John, well, the four of us, I trust y'all opinions in music, so I will give you that. So if you and John and Ra are saying that it's dope, and I should check it out, I'm I'm saying that. I you don't know. know it's dope. My wife says it's dope. I don't because know. I I'm, like, saying, I'm saying she is dope. But this way, I look at it from like I respect everybody in the R&B game. Like somebody that I would love, y'all probably, y'all probably wouldn't love. Like I love Fantasia. I get all Fantasia's albums. I know some people's like, eh, she don't do nothing for me. See, like Keltrick is laughing. See, no, I, 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 fan. I don't hate on Fantasia. I'm a Fantasia fan. You know what I'm saying? So, but since y'all, if you say it's dope. And I do trust your opinion, Keltry, because you put me onto a lot of Midwest joints. John put me on some Southern joints, and I've never been disappointed. I'll check it out. I'm essentially like some of her songs. Like this album is, it's got a theme, and it's called Hotels. So it's basically about her. Is she hurt? Oh, that's a good question. Is she hurt? I said, is she hurt? Because, like, prime example, you may laugh or not, but me being a New Yorker, I love Mary. And I know when Mary was hurt, her albums were fire. The fire. When Mary was on happy terms, it was trash. I love Vivian Green when she came out, Emotional Roller Coaster. When she was hurt, the album was fire. When she was happy, it was trash. So I'm saying, what 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 perspective is she coming from? I think that's a that's a question that you may have to answer for yourself because what's was not. I don't know if she touches on this on the album, but she went through a body transformation. So she was a little bit bigger. When she first came out, and she had basically said gave the industry like a middle finger. She had walked away from it, um, and what she eventually did, she cut a track for Insecure. There, every every season they had like a soundtrack. That song was fire. Her and I think Bryson Tiller, if I'm not mistaken. And she went through her physical transition, and now she is coming out in like a sexy attire, singing these tracks and doing her thing. She dope, man. 
so as the person that's actually listened to the album, listened to the whole album, and as a fairly big Jasmine Sullivan fan, I'm disappointed. Thank okay? you. The reason that I'm disappointed is not because uh, she can't sing. Of course, she's she's got an otherworldly kind of voice. She's hella talented. Uh, she looks good. No doubt about that. Um, I have no problem with her so-called owning her sexuality. That's what this whole album is about. It's about her coming out, owning her sexuality, dealing with certain things and blah, blah, blah. That's why it's called Hotel. I know it's not Hotel. It's Hotels. So I get that part. But I feel like she is too talented for the type of songs that are on the record. Okay, if there was two or three songs about because this is basically songs about her sex, enjoying sex, so on and so forth. It's not all about that, but it has a lot to do with that. I feel like she can do so much more if there was a few songs about it. Cool. But a whole album about it was just too much for me. That was overkill. And then look, look at a good intro for you to check out how Tiny Desk. I don't know if you, I don't, are, you familiar, are you guys familiar with Tiny Desk? Yeah. Neil, are you familiar with Tiny Desk? All right, so NPR has this uh, this series of Tiny Desk performances. What it's like truncated, you know, people singing songs. Oh, I know. Did, my bad. I know. Yeah, she did one that was released. I want to say last week. It's dope. She uh, does a couple of songs off the catalog, so it'll give you a good intro to kind of just you know catch a vibe. I guarantee that you will like this woman. Neil. I got you. No, I got you. I got you. I, I, like I said, yeah. I trust your mindset. And I've trust your recommendations before. But then, John, when you said you were disappointed in this I, album, you might not be, though. John is listening to it for a different reason. Right. Okay, I got you. I got you. Because I was just saying, I wasn't even trying to say it in a disagreeing type thing. Is this song, based on what you said you've listened to, maybe her truth? Because I think Ish, even put in the comments, is based on experiences. Mm-hmm. So maybe the songs are just stuff that she went through and she wants to share with the world. I mean, 100%, I'm not the audience. So she is not, this is not for 40-year-old men whatsoever. This is for women that have gone through some things. Every woman that I've spoken to about this album is like, we love it. We can't get yeah. enough of it. We are banging a drum for it. We, we, it's, we it's like Dustin Bieber's uh, album. I think I think the last one, I, the one with Yummy. You ever heard the song Yummy, Nip? No, I know you <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. no, no fire, not, he got some song. I know for a fact. Justin Bieber? No, Justin Bieber, he got a song out with Shawn Mendes. I forgot what the name of the song yeah, is. That's dope, too. It's fire. It's on yeah. my playlist. That joint is fire. So Okay. Well, if you, like, it's, it's, it's a track like, like, you could bump that Justin Bieber album, like, from start to finish. I, I wasn't into it. My wife got it. My daughter be singing the songs and whatnot, so... So you know what? Because Keltrick and I always used to talk about that and me and Ra off the New York thing. So is this album, John, a straight play? Like you ain't skipping nothing? He don't like it. I mean, I didn't. I'm not a big oh, fan okay. of the album. Okay, my bad, my bad. I'm, but, I'm, but again, I'm, so I'm not the audience. So she is not, this is not for me, period. She didn't sing this for me. It ain't for me at all. Yeah, and I'm blown about this whole Justin Bieber thing. That's, yeah, that's, I'm, that's, just, that's I'm, just Bieber, I'm just saying like there are folks out there who can sing tracks and you can bump it from beginning to end. Jasmine Sullivan's albums are albums you can typically play it from beginning to end. Uh, the tracks I've heard from the album are dope, are fire. The production, fire. You're about to make me look for that joint right now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be listening to it. I next think, week. I think, okay. I believe I will enjoy it because it's not, I don't, you know, I think every, 
the, your same comment about Lori Harvey living her life. If Jasmine Sullivan wants to sing songs about her hotels, then sing songs about your hotels. And, and, call it all means. and I know it's going to sound good. See, but here's the thing that's getting me. So John doesn't like the lyrics because it's overkill on the it's sexuality. The it's the theme. The theme. The theme, which is the which is governed by the lyrics. I mean, if there were different lyrics to the I same mean, melody in the same, it's music. more than it's just it's more than that because, and you'll understand what I'm saying when you listen to the album because there's like not skits but just interludes, I guess, where I heard, she's I heard got like, kind of like the Lauren Hill joint, like Miss Education. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. That's what it's just said. Well, I can see that. She got two of my yeah. favorite people on the album that I see so far. She got H E R and Ari Lennox. So I'm already excited because I rock with both of them. Okay, like yeah. I said, I feel like you're going to definitely enjoy it. If you're not liking this one, there's some other stuff that she's did that you're definitely going to like. See, but this, the thing is, I kind of kind of like in your comments to the, the conversation we had about WAP back in the day, you 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 kind of felt like that was too much, too. I felt, whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel like there's a... Di Jasmine Sullivan has a voice that could she could be the biggest... She could be on a Mariah Carey kind of level if she so chose. She's very talented. Um, she's singing about like sitting on a nine inch dick, you know, that kind of stuff. I feel like that's just beneath her. You know what I'm saying? Well, I feel like, I feel like. She can, and again, I'm trying <laughs> to be clear. I want to be clear of what I'm saying. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to be clear of what I'm saying because the comments is going to tear me up for this. I'm saying I have no problem with her doing that. I have no problem with her telling her story. I recognize I'm not the audience. All Thank of that. You, All I'm saying is she has a whole album about this. So nine, ten songs or whatever it is. If it was two or three songs, okay, whatever. But did then you, give me, hold on. Who are you to tell her what she Did you like R. Kelly back in the day 12 play? Jesus. Did you like Chocolate Factory? Did you like did you like I mean I know it's I know it's I know it's not hold on, hold on, hold on. I know it's not advantageous to talk about R. Kelly in a in a positive light. But when 12 play came out, did you did you like that album? I was also 16 when 12 play came out. Okay. Okay. I'm a little bit different now, Keltrick. The album was fire. Yeah, I liked 12 Play in 1992. But now it's 2021. And as a 45 almost year old dude, I I get it. It's like I get it. Okay. So if 12 cool. Play was playing came on Thank the radio. You, Thank if you. It came on the radio, you you wouldn't be like So if 12 Play came out whoa, whoa. today, John, you, you ain't gonna hear 12 Play right now. No, John, if 12 Play came out now, you would on serious. Okay. You wouldn't rock it, you wouldn't rock it, you wouldn't like it, you wouldn't be like, yo, this is fire. First of all, again, 12 Play was not, a, uh, if you go back and look at the album, it was not all about sex. So, yeah, I probably would. You want to go back? Do you really want to go here with me? Because we can go down and look at the track listing. Why don't y'all listen to the album first and then come back and highlight me? And again, like I said, women, ladies, love it. Pump it. Go for it. It's all about you. This is not an album for me. And it's not designed for me. And it's not she did not think about this with I me. I what you're saying. It's like, it's like WAP. I have never listened to that song. I have no desire to listen to that song. It's not a song that intrigues me at all. Although exactly. Jasmine Sullivan is not a rapper. Like, she can sing. I, I love her talent, her skill set. So I'm going to listen to it because it's her product. You know, Neil White WAP. I like love WAP. I yeah. think that's a fantastic-ass song. I wasn't are you, wait a minute, Neil, are you going to drive down the street banging WAP? Yes, he did. He does that. Oh, he, he did that. He said he did that. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Um, just like, okay. Just, like when, just like when we spoke about it, and I think somebody just said in the comment, I was blasting WAP, I was blasting Lil' Kim, just like I was blasting Akinelli, and I was blasting two live crew and Uncle Luke. If the joint make if the joint moves me, 
I'm a rock with it. So just like how y'all saying this Jasmine Sullivan album is fire, and I trust y'all opinion, and I'm seeing people in the comments, especially I think it was Selena that said that joint with H.E.R. is fire. Now my curiosity is going on all time high. I'm with it. Yeah, like her, her, she did an album, a song with her. She is fire. That's yeah. what Selena was saying. That, 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 that young girl is off the chain with her whole skill. All her yeah, music. I love yeah. her. Me too. H.E.R., Ari Lennox, SZA. That's my, like, I rock with that. Jasmine was never. Giveon, I think his name is Giveon. Rock with dope. him too. He dope. 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 Snow Allegra. I like her too. Division. Never heard of him. A DVD as in or something like that? Yeah. That's how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah. I like him too. Yeah, yeah. Brent Faison or whatever his name is. Oh. He dope. Six Black, Anderson Pack. Yeah. So. Okay, well, so next week, listen to the album. We're going to see how y'all feel about it or whatever the case is. Something tells me you're going to love it. And, you know, we can come back and talk about how wrong I am. Yeah, but, but, so, but why you, as soon as we get off of this joint, I got it on my phone right now. But I, I'm still go. curious why you don't like it because of the content. I, I just said, I don't. it's not that I don't like it. I feel like she is too talented for an album. This to me, I don't know if y'all, uh, you know who Millie Jackson is? Of course. Millie Jackson is extremely talented and made records that were considered raunchy. Millie Jackson could never be on the level of, a, say, Diana Ross because of her, her songs and what they're about. She can sing her ass off, much more talented than Diana Ross, but the songs that she sung kept her on a certain level. Jasmine Sullivan has songs that are amazing and stadiums would sing them and you know she could be on that mariah carey that you know that mary j blige type level however this album is much raunchier more real more street whatever you want to call it well you and know I, what and i just said it, it, it may be hold on a second so. it may be it may be she tried to go that route and Word. everyone wanted to love adele Word. and not give jasmine sullivan so now she might be at a point where she's like yo i'm just gonna sing what i want to sing exactly okay. Because the industry industry put Adele up on a pedestal above Jasmine, and I think that's that blows my mind. Well, yeah. let me ask y'all a Adele question. Can sing her ass off too. Don't Adele, do that. Adele I'm not saying she can't. I think Jasmine's better. Facts. Okay. How you know? You just said you don't even listen to her. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. That Jasmine's no, better than Adele. You ain't gotta agree with it. I feel like they're very talented. I, I, I mean, I I'm know. not even gonna combine them. I feel like no, they're no. very vocally talented. But I I put it like this: No, no. If no, Adele no. made a record that was like this one. It would be like, oh wow, she is. No. I, I think her last. I think she's working on the album that's somewhat. She is working on the album, but it's not going to be called Hotels. But listen, to what I'm saying, John. This is my thing. When you based on what you were saying about Jasmine, when she first came out, she wasn't on this tip. When she did the whole "When Is Out Your Car" and whatever, put her in notoriety. She didn't get probably the backing that she wanted. She probably went through some life experiences. Y'all said it was some things about weight and this. So she has her image thing she's working with, right? So if this album, let's say, for lack of a better phrase, I don't want to put it on her, but if this album is based off a reflection of her truth and experiences, and I'm not okay. saying you personally, John, I'm not knocking you, but why knock it? You know what I'm saying? Even if you feel she is an upper echelon artist, if that's her truth and that's what she wants to share, why not just embrace it and be like, all right, we love this. What's next? Because she could do better. Bottom line. Love this. What's next? Because I don't love this. She can do better. Now, again, I'm saying one, hey, two songs, three songs, 10 of them is too much. That's, that's what's on her mind. Right. You, it, it, 
Okay. Listen to the album. But, but I hear what you're saying. Back and talk to me. I, I actually understand that. I feel like I understand exactly what you're saying. I don't disagree. I'm not your... saying that the album sucks. I'm not saying that the album is trash. I'm not like we, we y'all, we people are real binary. I'm, no, I'm, 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 agreeing with you. he's agreeing with you, but go ahead, Keltrick. That's what you were saying. Keltrick agrees with you. He was just go ahead. I, I don't want to speak for you, Keltrick. Go ahead. I understand exactly what I, I believe. I understand exactly what you're saying. You're saying that her talent level exceeds the content that she put out on this album. I'm saying that the songs that she is singing are not going to propel her to a higher level in her singing career. I'm saying that a Mary J. Blige wouldn't make a Hotels. Yes, she would. No, she would not. No, she would not. You will never hear Mary J. Blige sing about sitting on a dick. You won't. Mary sang whatever yeah. she was going through. So Neil, when she was okay. allegedly, because we're going to listen to the record. Listen to what I'm saying. When she was allegedly, because we don't know, when she was allegedly getting her ass beat by JoJo or Casey, whoever she was with, she sang songs that reflected that. When she was happy and got married, she sang song about that. When she found out her husband was cheating, it, she sang song about that. What I'm saying is, Mary will sing about whatever she's going through. So I think you, I think you're projecting what you think she should be doing. Right. Correct. Correct. This right. is my AR, this is my armchair AR period. She can sing whatever she wants to sing. The the numbers are gonna be what they are. Clearly, I'm in the minority. I am merely saying for the thousandth time, she is much more talented for the level of songs that she's singing on this album. I've heard her sing other songs. And Neil, if you think this is when she just suddenly started fucking right now. Trust me, she's been doing this. She just put it on record and made it very clear this is what this is about. She's been doing that. I think All you, I'm trying to say is she could have done different. That's you, it. I think you're negating her her physical transformation too, right? So what I what I believe, and Neil can Neil can speak to this. When you come, uh, when you when you physically transition, it, something happens up here too. Your confidence changes, like how you live your life. Transitions. I mean, Neil, you 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 literally are working out, and you you have lost a substantial amount of weight, right? And so, I would imagine from her perspective, she is living in what she believes or what she feels is her truth right now, and she wants to let the world know about what she's feeling. And I'm 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 here for all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you cannot you cannot remove that from the factor, man. Because she, I think you absolutely can. If you sitting around she, and saying she that previously she previously she pre was not into sex or whatever. She I, I, previously did not sexualize anything that she wore. She facts. made a song from a song, but she never did anything that put herself out there to be like, man, man, ooh, that's facts. absolutely not true. No, that's that not true. She has never done something Neil, like this. You don't even listen to her. Right. Jasmine, wait, let me let me be clear about what I'm saying here. Jasmine Sullivan, you're right, has lost a lot of weight. I assure you, previously, when she was bigger. She wore form-fitting. I've seen her in person. I've seen her perform. She has a very sexual uh, image, if you want to call it that. She's made sexual songs. Jill Scott is a big girl. You mean to tell me Jill Scott don't talk about sex? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jill Scott will sing a song about sex, but she'll have other songs, too. It's not an entire album all about it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Jill Scott is a very sexual woman, as a big woman, as a lot of big women are. But at times, and, if Jill is in that mode, at that time, if Jill is in that mode, she will have, because I've been to a number of her concerts, she will have a whole sexual set. So whatever she's in the mode for, we're not knocking the album. You know what? 
Listen to the I, album. I'll, I'll just be I, yeah, but I'm just I'm 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 still thinking that. Um, I don't think her singing about sex is something that's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take away from her. Y'all are not hearing me. Yeah, it's not about sex. About sex. John, John, what you're saying is this album is overkill on the sexual innuendo and sitting about talking about sitting down on a nine inch this that and you and you and you were saying you were saying I'm trying to repeat what you're saying you were saying her skill is she is better than that correct and as a result you're you're questioning why even do it no I'm saying again uh, to use Jill Scott sure Put two or three songs, talk, get crass with it, but that's not going to get you played on WHUR. That's not going to get you sold but out. If that's not her goal, if, right. if, she, if she's not, if her goal isn't to get played on WHUR, why is that an issue? Right. And her album, she did, not, she did not make hotels so that she can get played on adult listening stations. WHUR. I mean, they got the premier R&B station in uh, Washington D.C. I assure you, but record labels, record labels have departments to figure all that stuff out. Correct, and they ain't in the rotation. They're not. And they know that. But do you think when they were grooming Jasmine, all her little record execs were like grooming album for WHUR? Yes, I know. No, they weren't. They weren't telling her to do that. You know what they were telling her? The age old. They were saying the age old adage. Sex sells. Facts. Okay, Sex so why didn't she do that coming out the box? Because she has developed to a point where she is comfortable doing this now. Okay. Hey. She okay. was still when, when and she came out when she was a little younger. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying she was, you know, adolescent or kid, but she was a little younger. So I can see them still trying to preserve some type of um, we don't want you to appear too grown. You know okay. what I'm saying? No, she's 33. I think she should be able to do what she want, how she wanted. That's hilarious. And let that be that. Mm-hmm. John, you saw that somebody said WHUR is that Tom joined the cruise station. And I assure you, WHUR has enormous pull. Now, people don't really listen to the radio that much, but there's a lot of people that will be like, yo, you're not going to get no radio play with this. You're not going to get you know, put on to 102.3 or whatever you want to call it. But she she will be on Clear Channel. Um... Huh. Is clear? No. Uh, whatever. There are two channels that that will play her. That are contemporary. Um, what you hear in the streets. Mm-hmm. You're just missing out oh, on one station. There's one adult listening station. Mm-hmm. There's at least two or three others that's going to be popular culture. Okay. Well, like I said, we're going to be here next week. Y'all listen to the album. This is the first album in six years. Uh, Rookie Wilson, yeah. I'm not saying anything about this woman. See, this people do not hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying about her embracing her sexuality. I'm That's not, what it sounds like, though. But it's not. Listen to what I am saying. I'm not saying that. The t- she can sing about sex all day long. The songs are not that good. Listen to the. You, you didn't say that. That's not I'm what you said at all. You didn't I say that the songs weren't that good. I said that the songs are not that good. I didn't you, say that. You said you, that man, it was sir. overkill. You didn't it say that the songs overkill. weren't that good. Okay, so if I wrote a song and it was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this with y'all. You we know got what? It. Y'all got me excited between Keep y'all and Samantha and Ish and everybody else that said the album is fire. I'm ready to download it and listen to it. So, Neil, Neil, we'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next yeah. week. Oh, so, I mean, right can I ask you one, one quick question before we dump out? One quick question. Um, 
one quick question because I know a lot of stuff be happening in the the the, uh, the Facebook groups with relationship posts, and I saw one that I wanted to get y'all thoughts on. Uh, it was a meme that was posted, and it said, "Women trip me out with the waste my time ish." Shorty, I was getting to know you. I know you now. I don't like you. So that was to kind of allude to you yeah. know when you date in a woman, and then it, it it you know it's not working out. You break up with her, and then she hits you with a oh you just wasting my time. Yeah, it's funny. Has that ever happened to any of y'all? Repeat it again. I haven't. Yeah, I, I, I ain't in it. So. I, I, women trip me out with that waste my time ish shorty i was getting to know you i know you i don't like you so is it this idea that i wasn't wasting your time i was getting to know you i figured out through getting to know you that we weren't compatible so i decided to say i just a rap have you ever had a woman at that point look at you and be like man you just wasted my time absolutely what happened well, see, well, you can see that happening with you, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm, no shade. I'm not sure. That that I'm just saying, like, you you, you cut different. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that transcends in your relationships. You've already said this, that you've had experiences, and we all know each other. Your experiences and relationships are very, very different than the ones that the other, the other three of us have had. So I'm not shocked that you have if somebody said that to you because you I, govern yourself great. I mean, I can see Rock, rock too because Rock really... Had, but no, this was like at the end of a relationship. We were in a relationship. I, at the end of the relationship, she was like, oh, after bro, you just wasted my time. And I'm sitting there and I, I, I personally felt offended. Like I wasn't sitting in the same relationship you were sitting in. I figured <laughs> out this wasn't working. So it's not like it's a waste of time. I mean, I think it was time well spent. I don't I, think I, men I, will say that. Why not? I, I, was, I, was, I was just about to say something, but you know what? This ain't my time. This is not my story. Go ahead, Neil. Oh, I'm good. I'm just good. You good? Okay. Okay. I don't want no problem with the postal man and having stuff at the doorsteps and nothing like that. Oh, my goodness. I kind of want to know what you're going to say, but I don't want to know what you're going to say. I don't think. I don't know who it's for. Mm. Let it out, John. Let it out. Just clean it up. Yep, and V, we're going to come back to your comment, too. I'm not going to talk about anything that Neil is going through or whatever the case is. He can speak on his own little experiences. But um, I feel like, you know, in the aftermath of relationships, people feel hurt, they're emotional, and, you know, they feel like I could have been doing something else. I could have had a V8, and, you know, that is what it is. And that's definitely one of the things that they will kind of throw out at you, like this was all a waste of my time. Like Neil, I mean, like uh, Rashim said, like you wasn't involved with it or like you weren't there or whatever the case might be. And people are saying in the comments, like, uh, well, it's about the man not being honest and forthright about exactly what's going on. We are human beings. We don't necessarily know immediately every single time, yo, this is exactly the box I want to put you in. You you meet somebody, you get to know them, things happen, womp, womp, womp. Oh, no, no, I'm no, I'm agreeing with you. I, I was laughing because we was all laughing, but y'all know what I'm talking about. I've I've been I've been in situations oh, where you got it, yeah. Yeah, 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 you do. You've been in situations where you'll feel like you're compatible and things are going right, but then all of a sudden, out of the far left, something comes up and it's like, wait a second, that's not the you that I met originally. Oh, now okay. exactly. 
Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's not the you that I met originally. (laughs) Wait a second. Now you're trying to change me. Now, wait a second. You want me to do what? Hold up. I thought we was cool. You know, where it's like people are not honest in the beginning. So if I'm seeing you and you're seeing me and I'm with you and I'm like, oh, we can rock. Now, all of a sudden, you want to take it to here. And I'm like, yo, I just met you. I'm getting to know you. But yeah, that's where I want you to be at. Route, you know what I mean, and that's how the tension starts. And that's I think it's it's part of like an expectation of compromise, right? And men and women would choose a compromise for people that they feel are worthwhile. And when a man or a woman determines that whoever they're dating or spending some time with ain't worth the compromise, they're gonna be like, All right, this ain't ain't gonna work. Um, and all of us agree in situations, I disagree. But why you disagree? I don't think that um, people easily compromise. I think that the optimal situation is you are going to do exactly what it is that you're going to do. And you find somebody that's going to do exactly what they're going to do. And somehow those two individuals mesh and you ain't got to feel like you are losing out on something for them. They ain't losing out on anything for you. Nobody's bending over backwards. They're doing what they do. You do what you do, and it just kind of meshes. And where things divert, then you just got to go your separate ways or whatever the case is. And I think a lot of people feel like when a relationship goes left, that it is somehow a judgment on the individual when it's actually probably has nothing to do with you. It's the person. You know, do you understand what I'm saying? Like This is exactly why I said what I said in the beginning, that I could see you saying that this has happened to you. Your whole description of the relationship, I guess, dynamics is not really a relationship. That's a merger. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's you're, you're saying what you said is you do you, they do them, and if it happens to kind of come together and, and like merge in the lane, like you driving on the mm-hmm. highway, then it's cool. And if it stop working, then I'm gonna go this way and they're gonna go that way, and it should be okay. That's not a relationship. That's absolutely a relationship. Hell okay. no. But I mean, that's your that's your truth. That's your opinion. Okay. Right. I disagree disagree wholeheartedly. And and the way I see it is I have I have learned to say and it's later in life. I've learned to say. Where I stand right now, this is what I think, because what I've learned is I may change my mind. And I have every single right to change my mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what happens is we talk about relationships like and, and yeah, I saw the word pop up in one of the um in one of the comments, inconsistency and flaky. And I can understand if someone is consistently going back and forth between something um and, and they're not reliable. I can understand that. But if a if if a if a if a dude or a woman is going down one path and they decide that that path isn't the best path path for them, and they, they put thought into it and they change their mind. They have every right to do that. And I think we be holding people hostage to a relationship because whatever idea we think a relationship is, we, we think people can't like you one day and then the other day wake up and be like, wait a minute, I thought I liked you based on what I thought I knew about you. But now that I've been with you for some time, I'm learning more things because you ain't going to show everybody all of you in six months. That ain't going to happen. I mean, again, I think Dana has a perfect question. Shout out Dana. What home. up, Dana? She said, "You don't know. You don't know how much time was invested to to decide what is wasted. Right? Wasted could be, I took you to dinner and spent money on you. I wasted my time. 
on both from both perspectives, right? Wasted time could be we was dating for five years and you had no intention to marry me and you, you know, you leaving me for somebody else. You know, I could actually understand that and say, man, it, it probably was a waste of time potentially, right? But not knowing all the dynamics. Yeah. But to your point, Rob, people change, people evolve. I'm gonna use the iteration thing again. People have different iterations that they have and they will ch- they will change over the course of time. And you gotta either grow with somebody. Are y'all going together? Or y'all going apart? I mean, it's just it's that simple. And in relationships, you are going to they're all not going to work out. I mean, we all, we've all had multiple relationships in our lives. It's not like you're going to get one and done. I mean, that's very, very rare that that would even remotely happen. So everybody could say that they time their time is being wasted. But you know what I say too when people talk about wasted time or relationships and this, that, and the third. I always ask people, and it sounds crazy and it may sound vain. I'm like, do you know what it is? to be alone? Do you love yourself? You know what I'm saying? How am I going to tell somebody else I love you or I like you or whatever? I don't even like myself. You know what I'm saying? So when people are quick to put that word around, oh, I found my soulmate or I found this, how the hell is somebody else going to make your ass happy? That'd be tripping me out. Maybe that's that's just my little soapbox, but that word soulmate, I think, gets thrown around so much. Soulmate. Another soul is mated for you to make you happy. That's crazy to me when people when people say stuff like that. I do want to address the comment that said it takes time to find the deal breakers. No, it doesn't. I think. Wait, say that comment again. I hear you, Coach. My bad. Brother, the brother said it takes time to find out what the deal breakers are. I think you can find out. You can discuss your deal breakers day one if you choose. I think you will be alone after that because you're like, man, you're moving way too fast. I think you have to have conversations along the way that discuss. How we're moving, what the direction you're thinking about, what you're thinking about. Like, hey, you got to take things slow and find out who you're dealing with. I feel like they're two different people on two different two different paths. But so, I, I, I agree with you. When, well, not you. You said whoever said that comment. But I phrased it differently. I never said deal breakers. Well, I guess it's synonymous. Everybody should know. And I think we spoke about this in previous episodes. Everybody should know what their non-negotiables are, what they're not putting up with. Because I think, Kelchick, you said something, I don't want to misquote you, that you said you don't deal with abuse or something. Like, certain yeah. things, you're just like, yo, if I yeah. see this, I know it's a factor. It's a no-go. That Those are my non-negotiables. I'm not trying to build with you. I don't want to do... If I see that, it's not even a red flag for me. It's a, all right, deuces. You be blessed. Keep it moving. Once you know your non-negotiables, and right, I think... Saying, be blessed. And I think Ra used to say it a lot. I think we all used to say it a lot. Sometimes in a relationship, when it's going far left or it's going down the trash or whatever, you see little hints, but sometimes we choose to ignore it like, oh, John will change. Not saying you, John, picking on you. Neil will change. But no, if that particular thing that I did irks the shit out of you, let's address it. Don't think, oh, well, he does this for me, but you know I can ignore this. No, nah, don't ignore nothing. Put that to the forefront because if it's something- like that's not really reality a lot of times for the right person this goes back to something that kg was saying all your little red flags and things that you don't want to deal with want 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 the right person can come in with all them red flags and you'll be like eh, okay i'm gonna deal with you and these red flags or whatever the case is and it might be a mistake but nonetheless you do those types of things because people are human but um you know uh as far as like wasting time i don't see how any time with me is a waste so be blessed, give thanks, whatever little time you had, and you know what I'm saying? Go on about your business. I agree with you, though. But I think all of us should say that about ourselves, right? Like, 
if I was talking, I was telling somebody this the other day. I was like, man, if I if I spend some time with somebody, I'll think very highly of myself. They should they should be considered they should consider themselves very fortunate. No different than Neil, anybody that you spend time with, they should they should consider themselves very fortunate to spend time with you. And I should feel the same way about them as well. It's reciprocal, right? So I don't think I mean all of us have probably had some situations where it was like kind of a a uh, situation that was kind of fast, right? Potentially, right? Fast. Um, I get you. I yeah, get you. Not a lot. Not a lot of time invested. Okay. Right. Yeah, it was a quick relationship. Quick, quick, relationship. Quick, quick connection. Fast. Quick connection. Yeah. yeah. Right. There you go. Expeditious. Yeah. And so, lightning and speed, fiber optics. Yeah. Exactly. You, you've got mail. Yeah. <laughs> That's super old, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, in terms of like right now, like the older you get, the people you invest that time with, I think it, it you can have those conversations more organically and really think about those relationships very differently. And I don't think either people would leave that from a standpoint of I just wasted my time. I think they're like, man, I wish we could do this at a different time. I wish we could do something just a little bit that makes it a little bit easier. What you got, Rob? Here, this is what I want to add to it. Some people go into relationships uh, with the wrong reasons. So they won't even in a breakup, they won't come out on the other end with that type of thinking because they, they, they were immature. They weren't advanced enough. Um, dude may have gotten into it because Shorty had a banging body. Um, Shorty may have gotten into it because she thought maybe she was going to get a ring uh, if she just held on and, and, and withstood all of the, the disrespect. As long as I get a ring, everything is cool. Like people go into relationships with the wrong, not, not everyone. And I think it's the mature person who goes into a relationship with a, with a list of um, non-negotiables. I think a lot of us go into relationships by the seat of our pants and just take whatever comes at us and just be happy to be in a relationship because we scared to be alone. You know what I'm saying? No, so, and, I, and, and, and I, I say I believe that. So, no, then, right. so when the relationship is over, it's oh my god, I wasted all my time and I'm not getting none out of this. Well, you stayed in a bad relationship. You wasted your time. I firmly believe that nobody can waste your time but you. So if you feel like you wasted your time, the first person you need to be looking at is yourself. But I mean, um, the way that you described it, Rob, I don't that's think. That's Nobody can waste your time but you. So if you feel like your time has been wasted by somebody if, else, if you if you uh if you job hunting and you're doing all these interviews and the people are telling you, you know what, you're our primary candidate, you're our primary we're candidate. We're not talking about no damn job. We're talking about relationships. That is a relationship. Correlating. It's a correlation. Mm. So if, if you if you would just listen to the correlation, that's like your your merger. It's not a relationship. You know, the whole the, the picture of a relationship is ridiculous. That's absolutely false. That is absolutely a relationship. Don't do that. Because I'm it's actually, it's totally a relationship. How are you going to sit and be like two people or however many people who are involved together, they've got their own lives. They're doing the things that they want to do, making their own damn decisions. And the other person is making their own decisions and they enjoy one another's company and in all ways are- They will compromise. Right. Those two people will compromise to join together. Because the way you said it before, John, or whether make the way you made it seem, it's like you do your thing. Seem, what he I, said. You do your thing, I do my right. thing. And if we yes. happen to connect, oh well. No, no. I'm saying that the way that I'm living is in a certain path. So say for example, um, you know, my job, I have to travel a lot. Okay. So if I was with a person that does not 
want to be with somebody that travels a lot, then it wouldn't work. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm not going to stop traveling for you, nor should I expect you to suddenly want to get with somebody that travels. You got to do your thing. I'm going to do mine and we're going to mesh or we're not. And to the extent that we mesh, wonderful. If we can't mesh, then we split. But you don't have to change not an iota. Don't change anything about you. Not for me, because I'm not going to change nothing for me about me for you. So it just going it's either going to work or it's not. And there's not going to be no compromise. It's not going to I'm I at no zero none compromise. It's my way or the highway. And I want somebody that's going to feel that way about their life. You should I think have Eric agrees with you. He, he believes a merger is synonymous with a relationship. So at 44, I'm in my 40s. I'm not 20 no more. I'm not in my teens. I'm doing my thing. I am very secure in what I'm doing. I know exactly what I want to do. I want a person that and have a person <laughs> that knows exactly what they want to do. So Rose, don't even be like that, Rose. Rose. Rose is my number one hater. She is con she follows me around strictly to just type and be like, I just like I, 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 Rose. I think you're spot on. But I love John though. We love John. Him. I love I love John. I love John with all my heart. I have no idea how y'all cannot see this. And to the listen, like I said, you you are your experiences that have brought you to this point are very unique. And it would not like how you govern yourself in a relationship is definitely not the way that I would govern myself in my relationships with anybody that I'm with. And I listen, I, I applaud any woman that does with you. I, I, listen, I, I take my hat off to him. Like, hey, man, you you much better than I was if I had a time out, time out, time out. Are you seriously about to sit here and say, like, any woman that deals with me needs to be saluted or something like that because it's such a it's such a hassle or it's such a, a issue or a problem? You a different breed, John. We love you, but you a different breed, brother. That's all we saying. You talk about you like, talk. You, know you, you just you just said you just said on the show. I'm gonna do changing, me. I'm not changing nothing. I'm gonna do me. You do you. And if we get together, oh well. No, I mean, it's not. Oh well. It's like that is perfect. You are doing everything that you want to do. There's nothing that I'm coming in that's gonna make you change. You ain't got to bend over backwards to do nothing different than what you want to do. And I'm going to do the exact same things that I want to do. And us getting together, it meshes beautifully. I assure you, it works. And y'all are just simply wrong. So hypothetically, <laughs> what happens, John? Because we know I know you stone cold. But what happens if all of a sudden you want to invest a little bit more time? Or you want to see a little bit more of her. But she's like, nah, I'm busy. I'm doing me. You cool with mm -hmm. that? Absolutely. She's doing her. She's doing her thing. John, if I John, was believes, John believes. I'm about to tell you. You believe in autonomy in relationships. You believe that you can be an autonomous person, handle your business, do your thing. And when we get together, we do our thing together. And if we work, we work. And if we don't, we don't. You believe in autonomy. Again, I'm right here. I can tell you what I believe. I believe okay. that everything is temporary. I believe that if you trying to uh, get something and and make it permanent and so on and so forth, the only person that you're going to always have in your life is you. So the more that you are investing, so on and so forth, and somebody else and turning yourself around and bending over backwards so you can compromise and get with this person and blah, blah, blah. It's a recipe for disaster. Be damned. So can I ask you a question, John? Just to message well, you in a loving way, and then we, we can end it. If you yeah, want. we got to wrap this. What, what What is your version, just John Cook's version, of a committed relationship? You got to give a little government out there. He ain't with that out there. What's committed I mean, mean to you? What's a committed relationship mean? Your version. 
a committed relationship means there is a relationship where the people that are in that relationship have an understanding. There's a commitment between them two. <laughs> they're together. Uh, I mean, that's what it is. Okay. I got you. No, Ish. I do not have commitment issues. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's just act, absolutely not act. I'm here. So anyway. We love you, John. Internet. We love we you, John. Rasheem over there paying. He's like, he's like the goddamn Wizard, Wizard of Oz. He's over there pulling out the hugs. Rasheem, say something, man. Um, I, I said what I had to say. No, you yeah. asked a question. You didn't say what you had to say. Oh, I, no, I did. I, I already no, said you did. You I, did. I, 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 I talked about how um, it, it's not necessarily a waste of time. If, if I was I'm talking about John. We, well, we, we already moved past that. Let's get uh, off John because everything. I, and I already said what I, I had to say about John. I believe that John likes autonomy and relationships. Yeah, it's not that I absolutely love autonomy and relationships, but that's what it is. You are autonomous in your relationship. By I Rose, mean, next week. it is what it is. John, so, you got a new yeah, hashtag. Anywho. John, you got a new hashtag. Give yes. John a hug. Care Bear stare. Keep the hugs. <laughs> Keep the hugs. I don't want the hugs. You See, don't want the hugs. On that note, thank y'all uh, for tuning in. It's like I want all the hugs. Give me all the hugs. Internet and by hugs, I mean views. So look <laughs> at the show. Straight no chase of the podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. Hopefully you're gonna enjoy this. Uh, tell your friends about it. We're everywhere that you want to be, so on and so forth. If you have any kind of questions or stuff that you want us to, you know, tackle on future episodes, by all means, let us know. And uh, other than that, fellas, you Shout got out. next. You want to talk about how we what, what they're gonna see next week, Ron? Um, uh, no, uh, no, not yet. Okay, yeah, no. not yet. And there you have it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll promote that, but, but not, yeah, I won't say it until I get the, the tech right for it. For sure. Yeah. Y'all got some final words? Peace. Send all hugs to John, and uh, we love you, dog. No, we love each other, man. We just all have a conversation. We didn't have these conversations yeah, over the years, so like ain't, ain't no animosity here. We good. At, at all. All right, Cousin Charles. It, it, thanks, for, thanks for spending the evening with us, hey, Cousin man, Charles. Wasn't that your cousin Earl, Eric? Earl. Earl? Yeah, Charles and Earl are down in um the Atlanta area. All right, Cousin Charles and Earl. Thank yeah, you all for coming in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, roll, roll. Watch yourself. Yes, inauguration next week. We may have some stuff to talk about. We'll see if the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo and the MAGA cats come to DC and um, see what type of havoc they try to wreck. Um, they're, they're like eleven to fifteen thousand National Guardsmen already out. Airbnb and other ones cancel all the reservations for next week. So, yo, fam, I really saw a picture of that was that legit about the National Guard already sleeping in the Capitol? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, ain't no so, playing, boy. So yeah. we're gonna have we're gonna have a good amount to talk about next week, y'all. That's right. We're gonna yeah. come back and next week we're gonna discuss Neil's love life and get all into that. <laughs> yes. Let's <laughs> go there. I love it. I'm vulnerable, <laughs> baby. I'm yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. You, what'd you say, Neil? I said I'm vulnerable. You know, I hey, I let it be at no. And we'll be on Thursday next week, too. Yeah, next Thursday. We only on the second Wednesday. Second Wednesday. It's every other every every Thursday. Where Samantha said, all the DC folks stay safe. Well, yeah, Might be right. a little crazy. All right. All right. There you go. Peace all right, out, y'all. Peace.
straight, no chaser.